This is the first episode of the podcast arm of the Casting Shadows blog. Casting Shadows can be found on WordPress at castingshadowsblog.com. And we found on YouTube under the name of Runeslinger. And it can now be found here. And we will be beginning with readings of posts from the blog that I felt were important and ones that have survived the test of time. They're still a part of things that I end up discussing with players, old and new, online regularly. So they are things which I feel matter to satisfaction. We will, of course, eventually make it through those blog posts. And the blog posts will not be offered as dramatic readings as they were printed. They'll be offered with commentary to give some added value to that experience, whatever that might be. So, I hope that you'll enjoy experiencing the stuff I might have to say with me saying it. And we'll see where we go from here with the birth of this podcast to go along with everything else. The blog itself was started early in 2010 as a reaction to the death of a dear friend. He took his own life, and when he did that, he deprived us and everyone else he might have ever met of the pleasure of his company. He was one of those people that... No one could imagine would end up that way. And everyone still feels the loss. Just one of his amazing contributions to the world was how well he ran games and how insightful he was at asking you the right question for you to solve a problem you might not have even been fully aware that you were wrestling with yet. And, of course, that went beyond role-playing games. But for this podcast, that's the important thing. And so I took it upon myself to not end up the same way, to not, by my somewhat reserved nature, keep the things that I saw to myself, that I would share some of my insights and hope that maybe they offered something to someone somewhere who happened to stumble across them and that they wouldn't just suddenly and irreparably be lost. So, Casting Shadows blog is now expanding into the podcast format years too late but i hope you will join me at least for a while on july 23rd 2010, at 9.48 in the morning, 
I posted to my months-old blog, the Casting Shadows blog, a WordPress blog, I posted the following title, Premature Imagination. And if that title suggests something to you, that was very intentional, as the body of the text will indicate. And the opening paragraph went like this. If one spends any time at all reading RPG forums, I think one comes away with the sense that, like spies, role players, when discussing systems and mechanics, can often be a bunch of bitchy little girls. It's interesting, in the ten years since that was written, how uncomfortable it makes me to say that last part of the last sentence, a bunch of bitchy little girls. This is not language that I normally use. It's not language that I used then. But I was quoting a popular, or at least popular in my age group and uh, people with my circle, or a circle of my interests, who was quoting a television show called Burn Notice. And early in its run, when the main character, a spy, has to ask for help from a former Navy SEAL, it was that bit of, <laughs> of friendliness that he was greeted with. And of course, it wasn't intended as a gender slight. It was intended to be a presentation of opposites. The show was very concerned in its early days of explaining to us the difference between what a real spy is like and how that might be different from our imagination of a spy, whether that be a James Bond type or, you know, a, a deadly assassin, you know. The show would go on to become a pretty typical kind of show, but in those early days, it had some spark that I enjoyed, and I got a real kick out of our very capable, very competent, very tough, very hard-pressed and, and legitimately hard-done-by main character being greeted by what was ostensibly his closest friend and ally left, calling him this. And it stuck in my head, and it appeared in this opening paragraph, where I'm basically talking to myself. No one is reading the blog at this point ten years ago. So, forgive me for the use of this line. It wasn't, as so many things in the world, it wasn't meant to offend anybody. And yet, of course, obviously, it can and does. So, let's continue with sharing this early post. Not the first post, but as I said, one where I'm still very much talking to myself and finding the voice I'm going to use on the blog and understanding the sorts of limitations that a text presentation, a short text presentation of these types of topics would encounter. So let's begin from the beginning again. Premature Imagination posted to the Casting Shadows blog on July 23rd, 2010. 
If one spends any time at all reading RPG forums, I think one comes away with the sense that, like spies, role players, when discussing systems and mechanics, can often be a bunch of bitchy little girls. Admit it. You know that it's true. It goes without saying that some systems are inherently flawed, or incomplete, or unwieldy, or too complicated to play before earning an advanced degree in theoretical mathematics. You will, I believe, be relieved to know that not only do I believe that this goes without saying, and so intend to say nothing about these games, this entry is not about such things. We can both wonder later about how a topic which I intended to say nothing about amounted to an entire paragraph all by itself. I digress. What this entry is about is the less talked about but no less present problem of premature imagination. Implication intended which plagues many a male-dominated game table around the world and dampens fun in much the same way as that other problem some men have. Pause from 2020. I am not, and was not, intending to say that only men have this problem, but in order to make the terrible metaphor of premature imagination work, I felt at that time... That the notion of male-dominated needed to be thrust into this blog post. Now, my own personal history involves a large number of tables made up of more than one gender. Let's leave it at that. The boys-only stuff was just in high school. And it wasn't for a lack of invitation. <laughs> so, let us resume. Back to 2010. Picture this. An encounter is heated up to the point where combat is necessary. Weapons are drawn. Boasts are made. Gameplay gets derailed due to a movie quote. More boasts are made. Things get back underway. Too much fluid intake leads to a quick run to the bathroom. More boasts are made. And finally, the group settles down to kill some things. Someone gets it in their head that due to the description of the scene, they should be able to strike a definitive blow to the head of one of the foes and that the results of this action will be devastating. The dice are rolled. Damage is assessed. Minimum damage. Dissatisfaction saunters in, shoulders its way to a place at the table, takes the best seat, and puts its fat feet up. Dissatisfaction is a jerk. Where did things go wrong? Guys love to have things devolve into combat. Guys love to boast about the terrible things they're going to do to some imaginary thing in an imaginary place and time. Well, real guys, anyway. Guys love going to the... Okay, that part of the scenario is more necessity than enjoyment. Anyway, what should have been fun stopped being fun somewhere along the way. And the reason tends to be in my experience, at least, that people forget that in a game where the dice shape or help shape outcomes, rather than determine who gets to speak, no matter what the game is, 
Those mechanisms determine the outcome of the encounter, not their imagination. In some cases, this is a simple yes-no result for success, or it is open to more interpretation, such as in damage determination. But in any case, we are intended to relinquish the reins of imagination to that mechanism in order to structure the imagination to follow. Those who don't may fall prey to premature imagination of the result and so find the dashed hopes and limp climax of an unexpected and unwelcome resolution to the encounter. And yes, there was a discount on metaphors this morning and I bought a truckload of discontinued ones. It could just be my perception of events, but it seems to me that early in the evolution of gaming, when things were run with more charts and fewer actual rules, and therefore a greater need to interpret results, that this problem of premature imagination happened less often. I'm quite open to the idea that this is just the haze of memory playing tricks on me, so feel free to comment if you feel, in your experience, I am an error. Still, it seems to me that the growth of the artistic side of the industry and the expansion of flavor text and attitude and the presentation of material has had a certain effect on player expectation of performance. This can be seen very clearly in games like those offered in the 90s by White Wolf, where the mechanisms employed in at least the first and second editions, and to a certain extent in revised, I ended up discontinuing my interest in the World of Darkness when the new World of Darkness was announced. This system, Storyteller, had roles to hit, followed by roles to do damage, followed by roles to not be hit, followed by roles to resist damage, and this wasn't really seen as part of the resolution process by players, certainly of my acquaintance and players I've talked to afterward. It was seen instead by these people as a gradual alteration of or interference with what they felt should have happened. The players had already imagined the outcome, some by stating it outright before the dice rolled. I shoot him in the head! Right? The players had already imagined the outcome, and the dice were telling them, Nope, sorry, that isn't what happens. This happens instead. There are myriad ways around the curious results one could obtain using the storyteller system in the old world of darkness, but instead of availing oneself of them, when in the grip of premature imagination, some tend to just feel cheated. What can be done? Well, you already know. The answer, amusingly enough, is don't do it. Think about baseball. No, not like that. I mean, think about baseball in the sense that it really isn't over until it's over. Hold off on deciding the outcome until the last die or whatever aspect of randomization is red. Then apply that prodigious and masterfully developed imagination to making the results come to life in the game. While this might require more effort in some systems than others, it really is less effort than the opposite, which is to work against the system, or just sitting around the table complaining like a spy about how you didn't get what you wanted.
So that was my initial sharing of an idea that had been with me for quite a while. The notion that there is an order of operations in gaming. And that this order of operations especially in the resolution of an interaction between the living players and the, the rules or mechanisms of determining outcomes. That point of interaction needs to happen in a specific order. If we are rolling just to determine degree, then we do want a clear statement of what is being done. And then we're going to see how much of it or to what extent uh, we have surpassed it or just met it. But if there is doubt at all that the outcome will exceed, even the base level of, of a hit or a success, then we must accept the fact that the role must come first. And so we can have rolling before a statement, and we can have rolling during a statement, and we can have rolling after a statement. And each one of these choices should be for <laughs> the proper management of expectation of the players. Each one of these things should be clearly spelled out in the game. And if they're not, then this is something that you as an active reader of the game must be looking for to determine where you will have the least friction, where you will be less likely to cause this dissatisfying outcome of players feeling robbed of what they were sure was going to happen. Premature imagination is a funny title that I stuck on a notion that is much more widely known now than when I was first writing about it 10 years ago. And that's a good thing. That more people are aware of it, that it's made more explicit is a good thing. None of that had anything to do with me or my efforts online. And that's okay. If I helped some people, that's okay. That's enough. Okay, so we have reached the end of the first episode of the Casting Shadows blog, podcast edition, where we, let's not use the word recycling, that's hurtful. Let's say, give new life to old material updated with a perspective from 2020 from the Casting Shadows blog. And as we head toward completely new content, I hope you will come along for the ride. And if you're interested in interacting with me, please do so. That this podcast reaches someone is not required. <laughs> But I think connecting 
gamers to other gamers and sharing our experience so that we can get a better sense of what we are learning, what we are not learning, what we are making hard for ourselves and what comes easily to us. Things like these, these observations are far more valuable when shared than when kept to oneself like some kind of industrial secret. And so this new voyage in attempting to share has begun and now is ending. So until next time, Take care.